Scott and Paul show for the week of March 30th, 2020. End of the year. Well, biggest show of the year. Yes. I'm so freaking tired. I tried to make it to 30 games. I found out I actually had 31. But Scott reminded me I didn't write a game down. Scott only I can't had write that. that one. What? I can't believe you didn't write that one down. I guess I was going to write it down later. I just I thought we had that last year. I thought we did that in twenty eighteen because that was a Nintendo game. It's lost levels. Let's just go ahead and talk about that now first. That came out in twenty eighteen, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did, but... Um, Why did we wait a year to play it? I don't know. And I know we talked about playing it a few different times. I really need to play through that. I really need to play through that. And I'm not a guy for save states, but I had to whip out save states for that one. It's weird that we both waited and played it at the same time and never talked about it. Yeah. Uh, we talked about mm, the wind effect in the one stage. There's a couple different stages where the wind blows you around. Yeah, but... Oh, well, screw it. So, uh, Scott, on the prior year, let's just go ahead and talk about how we do game of the year. We'd be broke, and we're not in the industry, so our game of the year does not necessarily say... 2019, these are all the games that we beat that year. It is, it goes, whatever games we beat for the first time for, for, goes from the week before WrestleMania to the week of WrestleMania. So from March 30th, 2019 to March 30th, 2020. So it can go from Atari 2600 era to today. And the only caveat is you had to be the first time to beat the game. Credits have to roll. And Scott only has like nine games. So, yeah, like eight. <laughs> Scott. I'm going back to my other list to make sure I didn't miss something. Yeah, don't, don't pull one of mine. Oh, Last of Us doesn't count. My bad. That was prior. That was on last year's show. You beat All last, right, so anyways. You, you did beat Last, last of Us last year? February of 19. or Feb, Yeah, February of 19. Yeah, that would have been one year before. One month before. Okay. So you got eight, right? Or is it seven now? Found seven? It's, yeah, it's like seven. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do the top seven list instead of top ten. Well, okay. I'll, I'll count down, do a real quick countdown to my top seven. Anything out here you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
This is a kill time, Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. I you would have thought I would have had Ten. The issue was 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 boxing the first half of the year and then I had a catastrophic Achilles injury and then coaching football and wrestling the second half of the year. I just did not have time and a new kid and a remodel project on the house. So my gaming was shot to shit last year. And Scott had that one week he decided he's going to write a comic book. Yeah, I got over that. What the hell was I even writing? Uh, we were writing the... Well, we started world building, and after we got the world, world building, building and all the yeah. hard work done, we decided that, now nah, we ain't going to write this thing. Yeah, well, fuck. We'll go back to it. Now that the hard work is done, I go on vacation starting Saturday. <laughs> Actually start doing the easy part. Well, until we get to the second act, and then we'll quit. There we go. 31. I got 31 games. Alter Beast, Genesis. I can't have one three. Fuck that game. Double Dragon 2. Vice Doom Patrol. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What system did you beat Double Dragon 2 on? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Well, really, it's oh, like, what, main Nintendo? NES. NES? Yeah. Yeah. 4.0. I used to play the shit out of that game. Love that game. I think I played it on the, um, yeah, yeah, the uh, Switch. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the first games I ever had. Yeah. Vice Doom Patrol? That game was an 8.5 into the last boss. The, the, the uh, boss splits into... It's, it's, of course, it's one of those one of the bosses in two segments. But once you die, you have to go back to the beginning of the stage. Which is... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a bitch. Yeah, so I was like, no, I'm, screw you. I'm... Uh, 28. Ghouls and Ghosts for the Genesis. It plays better, in my opinion, than the SNES. But again, fuck that game, because it's Ghouls and Ghosts. You finished that one? Yeah. Save states? Yep. Rewind, too. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could even play through that with save states. As a guy who likes punishing games, fuck that series. There's nothing I can do about it. This this is the thing about that game. Um, so, the game starts off, one of the first things they give you is the golden armor. They don't tell you what it's for or what it does. It's just, hey, here's a golden armor. So, one hit, you lose it. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. So, you go through the end of the game. You get to the big golden door. Well, this is the big door, and they say, Oh, hey, fucker. You can't get to the end boss unless you have the golden armor. Uh, okay. So they warp you back to the beginning of the game to get the golden armor. It's like, okay, so how am I going to warp back? No. You have to go through the entire game again. Yeah, that loop is 
legendary. It's bullshit. I wish somebody would have told me that beforehand. But if you do that, how some angel or whatever gives you this weapon and then it will give like the BFG a run for its money. It is badass. So oh, there it is like you know, a little makeup for it. Just you no, know, don't lose it. Still, that game is bullshit. But I like it better on Genesis than the SNES, and the SNES is what I played it on the first one. Still hate that game. I'll have to try it out. Yeah. I'll have to try the Genesis version sometime. Uh, Azra's Wrath. <laughs> I gave that five. Oh, what did I give Ghosts uh, and Ghosts? I didn't give anything. It was just, uh, Azra's Wrath. I gave that five out of ten. That game gets a BS. Period. BS. Yeah, I don't even know why they made Azra's Wrath. The only thing I can come up with is they went to Capcom and asked them if they could make an anime series, and they said no. So they decided to make a game engine with a bunch of quick-time mechanics in it. That's the only thing I can come up with. Also, the true ending is hidden behind a game, getting an awesome score or playing it with the game number being 50 times. Now, and 50 stories is needed. Well, it's... You have to have something. Game X number behind... Let's see, what is it? The true ending is hidden behind getting awesome scores or playing the game X number of times. 50 stories need to be played and there are about 12 per chapter. So I forgot what the number is. It's like 72 or some bullshit. So you have to keep playing, yep. and, playing, playing. and playing and playing and playing and playing. Oh, fuck that game. By the way, I did play that on PlayStation now. And I'll stream the whole thing. I didn't have any issues at all. Twenty-six. Blazing Drill. Uh, I give that five. It's just too cheap. Even Contra was a little bit more fair. Yeah, Blazing Chrome is 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 a pretty good Contra game. I mean, it, it's fun. I like it. I never did finish it there. Yeah. I'm most of the way through, but it's just one of those things I kind of forgot about. It's not, and it's not me calling the game forgettable. It's just my life is nuts. Yeah, I mean it's a Contra clone, and they set out to make it a Contra clone, but Contra's a little bit more fair than that game. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, that was a 6. It's just the story is just trash. It's just, it's just horrible. I've, I've, I think I have that off Game Pass or something. Yeah. I've never bothered to play it. You do. And I was a huge fan of all the other ones, but whatever. The, uh, the loading times are just... If you ever played the, any of the Mortal Kombat's, when they get ready to... Going to a fight scene, there's they hide the loading scenes perfectly. These they don't. It just goes straight to that loading scene. Why? I mean, you go back to the PlayStation Three, and there's the loading scenes are hidden perfectly. This it's just so atrocious. Well, 
I guess we'll be getting our SSDs later this year, so maybe this will not be an issue if they ever do a sequel. Then again, it's Capcom. Who knows? 24, Mystic Defender, Genesis, old school. How to get some retro games in here, along with the uh, <sighs> Capcom shit. I don't remember a damn thing about Mystic Defender. <laughs> I played it last month, but it was, I gave it. I, seven. Yeah, I don't know that one off the top of my head. It was one of the original 1988 releases. Ah. Uh. Castlevania 3. Give that now you're talking my language, bro. Yeah. Give that a 7 out of 10. You give it a what? 7 out of 10. You know, I let the 4.0 for Double Dragon 2 slide. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my notes. Boss fights are repetitive. You get punished for running out of time by losing a life. We were in the era of home consoles, so fuck off. Those are my notes. Yeah, that's one of my all-time favorite games. It's probably my top, like, five, easily. It's the first game ever, I think it's the first, is that the first game I bought with my own money, or is that the first game my mom just let me pick out for birthday and it wasn't wrapped? <laughs> she, like, forgot to get me, I think my mom forgot to get me something for my birthday, and she took me to Kmart, no, Hills, and I had to choose between Double Dragon 3 and Castlevania 3. And I chose wisely. Now they're... Yeah, that's, that's... That's my favorite. See, if you would have waited, now you could have picked up Castlevania 3 and there's like five games in it for 20 bucks. I think there's nine games in that series, in that release. Well, that's after they decided to add the Japanese editions and the... Oh, that's Kid right. Kid Dracula. I hear Kid Dracula's pretty good. I've never played it. I haven't either. 22, Space Harrier 2. Uh, 7 out of 10. Fun game. It's just an on-rail shooter, but the boss rush at the end was unnecessary and it's long. But this is an arcade port, so it's forgettable. Space Harrier. Got, Go ahead. Got me Googling Castlevania collection now. Uh, Space Harrier 2. That would be an interesting game if it came out today in VR. But I don't know. Space Harrier's a good time. Yeah, but I don't know if you could do that parallax in VR. If that would actually work. But they can do. Well, it's like Thumper. They did like a thumper style. It would work. Twenty-one, Streets of Rage. I gave that a seven, and it's pretty much like Castlevania Three. My review: boss rushes were repetitive, and the ending credits were lame. Also, you could have done more of the story. Cut scenes in between chapters would be nice. 1991 isn't an excuse, and you could do those type of things as well. And don't give me a reason why you could not, because, well, 
your example would have been Ninja Gaiden in 1988. You said Streets of Rage 3? No, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. Streets of Rage 1, I mean, it's pretty good, but 2 is, is definitely a, a big step up from 1. Well, when I'm, I'm doing my retro games, I'm starting from 1988 and working my way up. Yeah. Retro games is next on my list. Well, I mean, I just technically did do a retro game yesterday, but I want to focus on the older consoles for the next few months. Yeah, I'm just going straight from our the list that we use for RF. I'm just going all Genesis straight from 1988 up. Number 20, Sacred 3, 7.0. Bad dialogue, and it got cheap towards the end. It's just the um, the difficulty spike made no sense with the enemies. What kind of game is that? Diablo clone. Haven't heard of that one. At the time, it was on Game Pass. Every now and then it goes on sale. It was on Xbox 360. Miles and Kilo. Yeah, that's a 7.0. Uh, I played this on Switch. I think it might be on other systems, but that's side-scrolling. Um... It's one of those games that you would like. You haven't seen it. Milo Miles, what? Miles and Kilo. Miles It's and one of, it's one of the, I would call it I would say it's one of those hell platformers. Very difficult. Uh, it kinda looks like Adventure Island. It it does, but it's a hell of a lot, a lot more difficult. You gotta get your timing right. It took me a long time to beat the game. Of course, the game is not long if you don't suck. That's and it's a follow-up to a game called Kid and Trip, or Kid Trip. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That does look like something I'd like. Yeah. 18, for honor. Okay, that's seven. Of course, I only played single player mode and didn't play the online bullshit, but. Eh, it's not bad. Story's okay. There's actually a documentary, I think it's on Amazon Prime, about the making of this game. I think we talked about it before on the show. Are you sure? Yeah. I told you. Know, that one's not ringing a bell. Yeah. Eight, uh, 17. Gears 5. That's 7.5. Yeah, me and my son, we're kind of, we started Gears 4, mm. and we just haven't finished it, so we got to get to 5 eventually. When Gears 5 does 
Gears things. It is a badass game. Like, just like Gears 4. But when they start trying to do their own new stuff, game goes to shit. Just do Gears 1 through 3 and it's you're awesome. But when you start trying to do your own new thing and try to put your pen in it and say, hey, we're the coalition. We're, yeah, it's coalition, right? And you stop. Okay, what was that new gimmick they had in Gears 4? Their, their fake-ass tower defense, whatever they called it. Okay, that slowed the game down. It was unnecessary. And yeah. Gears think... 5, they have this wind sailing. Okay, that sucks too. Oh, I hate to see what they're going to do in 6. But when you just stick to straight-ass Gears shooting, killing, it's a badass game. But, eh, still, Gears is Gears. That's why it's 7.5. If they would have just stuck to the straight storytelling and Gears Gears, it would have been like an 8.5. Annoy the shit out of me. 16, Nat 2, 7.5. It's basically Nat 1. It's really, it's the exact same game. Just had more um, puzzle mechanics. I don't like fucking puzzle shit. That's why you went from eight something to seven point five. I forgot why I gave that one. Gave that one an eight. Yeah, it's a game. That, like I saw the trailer, and I mean, I like the art style and stuff on it. I just never have gotten around to playing Mac. Yeah, it's like five bucks right now. So get it now. Don't pay 20. Also, Nat 2, uh, you can play the whole game co-op. And it's not split screen. There's two players on the full screen at the same time. So get it now. But go ahead and buy the first one too. Since you like couch co-op. Um, well, I like couch co-op. But my son's starting to drift on me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, it's like, Dad, watch me play this. And I'm like, that's not fun. <laughs> well, I'll take one last crack at it before his teenager years hit. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon he'll be off playing Call of Duty. Um, fifteen Zombie Viking seven point five. Uh, this is kind of like a light-hearted. Streets of Rage. Remember when I was talking about Streets of Rage needed a story? Cutscenes in between chapters? That's what Zombie Vikings did. But it's about Zombie Vikings. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a good time. Yeah. It's on PlayStation, Xbox. Maybe PC? I don't know. I played it on PlayStation now, so... Fourteen, Laura Croft in the Cradle of Light, uh, seven point eight. There were several. I like those. Yeah, I liked the first one. I didn't like the second one. Stop playing it. There were several puzzles 
that were very repetitive and they were just too long. I mean, there were a couple that was the exact same fucking puzzle. You just put them in a different location. Number 13, Devil May Cry 5. This game is a 8.0 and a 1.0. Okay. So what, what makes the 8.0 version? It's just badass shooting mechanics and it's, it's the only Devil May Cry I finished. It is a badass action game. When when the gun shooting mechanics are awesome and everything's flowing, it is awesome. The Resident Evil engine just looks so pretty. The game is awesome. It's fun as hell. Now the 1.5. First, the first thing they do is they insult the hell out of you. They have one character who is. So Dante and Nero. Who's a young guy? Nero? Nero. Okay, so that's his... I think. Yeah, it's Nero. This is... I guess his assistant, we'll call it. So she's driving the van. She shows up the first time. There she is smoking her cigarette. Comes across the bottom of the screen. It's like Capcom does not endorse the smoking of tobacco. Blah 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 blah. It's like, are you fucking serious? You gave me a warning label about the dangers of tobacco products on a game. Even though this game is ready to mature, you're giving me this horseshit. So right there, I docked him about five points. How stupid! If there was a sex, yeah. if there was a sex scene, you're going to tell me about like safe sex. That's that's what they should do. If me and you ever make a video game, everything's got a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> then this is what knocked it down to. Well, there's also a horrible voice acting dude. It's just, it's horrendous. You need to listen to her voice. But they try to give her this sassy southern voice. It's just bad. It's so bad. Then, I try to go through the Japanese voice. Like, well, maybe it's not as bad Japanese, but everybody else's voice is horrible too. It's like, nobody's voice is... But you picture it so sound like it's just horrible. So every voice is bad. But then they do the the gotcha mechanics. They do the red orb gimmick where you gather up all the red orbs and you can use it to power up Dante and the rest of us, the people you can play as. So you can get more, you know, your, your regular gimmicks. Power up your armor, guns, all that bullshit. However, if you fall in battle, you can 
restart the fight right there of the boss stage. Or you can restart the boss stage with your health full and all of your extra gimmicks that you have because Dante's got like, not Dante, but Nero's got like some fucked up arm gimmick. You can have like three extra arms because his arm will snap in two. So you can use 50 red rubies. But if you use up 70 red rubies, you can get like five, you can max them out. But if you don't have enough, you can always go into the Microsoft or PlayStation Store and buy more. Yeah, one of these days I might get to. I have heard, here's the thing. I only did it twice in the entire game. Two or three times, actually. I, I used the, the rubies twice, and then I had, um, I was able to pick up three of the gold gimmicks that they had for a complete health refill. And that was it. So, I, I think I played it on normal. So, whatever. I just don't like that mechanic. I think it's you're going down a, a scary slope. So that's why I gave it like a 8.0 and 1.5. If you take out at least that mechanic, and just let it, okay, you died. You want to restart right now? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Restart. Of course, if you die during the boss battle, then it just start right back at the beginning of the boss battle. You don't start back at the beginning of the stage. So you don't get hurt that badly. It's not that punishing. It's still this bullshit. Yeah, well that one got off the rails with Devil May Cry 2. Number 12, After Party. I've played Oxenfree. This is the same team. And you die. And you wake up in hell. And the only way to get out of hell, you have to out drink the devil. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty fun game. A lot of reading, though. So if you don't like reading and dialogue, do not play the game. So if you just want to sit back on the weekend and not watch a movie, but watch a video game, there and it's not Azure's Wrath, you want something enjoyable, play this. It's got a really good art. Yeah, it's on I Game Pass. Like the color scheme. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Good voice acting. And you get to choose the dialogue. It's 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 fun. Knack. Eight out of ten. Um, it was fun. I did enjoy it. Like I said, uh, Knack 2 is the same fucking game. <sighs> I, I was telling Scott, the voice for Knack is horrible. That, that's the biggest 
problem I have with the original Act and Act Two. Well, in Act Two, you can see the villain from a mile away, but the voice acting for Nag is just horrible. Hey, I'm Nag. How's it going? That's shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard it. Yeah, once you hear it, you're like, what the hell? They should have went with a Disney voice. Number 10, Untitled Goose Game. Gave that 8.1. So, honk if you like Goose. Everybody knows Untitled Goose Game. So, there you go. Number 9. Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. It's an 8.2. That's a good game. That's Definitely a good game. Fucking awesome. I remember me and my sister used to play the shit out of that when we were younger. When we were when it was new, when we were like seven and eight. I was like eight. She was like thirty. Whatever. But anyways, we used to play that and like it was so hard for us to finish the game. And then I don't know, like three, four years ago. I hadn't played it since I was like eight or nine years old, ten years old, something like that. <coughs> and I down and like no death at first run. <laughs> I was like, what? Actually, these so are out of order. That should be um, Sonic Forces should be 10. Shipping. Sonic Forces is pretty good. Yeah. I then just haven't finished it either, like most games. Chip and Dip, then Chip and Dip. Chip and Sonic Force 8.0, then Chip and Dill is 8.2. Now we're on our top seven. Yay. All right. So my number seven, and then we're starting going back and forth. Number seven, Quantum Break is 8.5. These are the same people who did the um, control game. I tried control and I hate it. But Quantum Break is one of those weird sci-fi games. You don't know what the hell is going on. I think it's time dilation bullshit. Mixed in with live action storytelling and story changes a little bit with your actions in the game. But it's really good. I think it's still on Game Pass thing is you have to actually download all of the story, get the live action story, which is, I think, what time you're done, it's 100 gigs, because you can't stream the story anymore, but uh, at least you can still watch it, and I thought it was an excellent, excellent thing to watch. So Scott, your number seven game of the year. Uh, I'm going to, I think I might just have to delete another one. All right, anyways, um, number seven game, Jedi Fallen Order. Wow, you actually beat it. Yeah, I mean, it's a good game. I'm not, it's not bad. Some of the backtracking gets on my nerves. And I know I was talking about it with another guy, and he was like, well, you're just mad because you're not powerful enough. No, just give me a compelling reason to have a lightsaber ball bat. <laughs> I mean, it's not real bad. This game's a lot better about it than others. But I really feel like I tried everything with the timing, and maybe it was just me and I couldn't get the timing. But I really feel like the parry system is just not that good. Um, 
the Dodge is the roll or whatever you want to call it. That's where I was able to get the timing down. But as far as as parrying the attacks by hitting the block at the last second, I can get that shit to work for 15 hours of gameplay. It didn't seem to matter what I did. I sat down and practiced it out and like I usually do when I'm playing that type of game. I just couldn't get it to work, so that kind of pissed me off. But my biggest gripe about it is is I'm all for backtracking in games. I mean, I like Metroidvania type stuff, but you know, even most of your Metroidvania games, you got some sort of way of doing some sort of fast travel somehow. And I really feel like there's a couple times they made you run from the back side of a level to the front side. It was completely unnecessary fluff. Yep. But I mean, it, it, it's a good first try, and but it, it's I'd say a seven, seven point five. Good story. I really like the story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wish. I, I'm sorry, but I just wish that, like the, uh, <laughs> the the two female characters were even remotely attractive. <laughs> They're just not. Wow. Bug eyed, dude. The one she looks like the Total Recall scenes when they're out in the atmosphere. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her eyes? They're going to shoot me. So. I don't know. The Sith Inquisitor chick was kind of hot. That's important. <laughs> in, in a world full of Wookiees and in charge of our banks running around, it's important. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, <clears throat> take it back. The Night Sister was hot. So we're good. Eight, eight. I'll give it an eight. Give it an eight. 7.75. 7.75. Yeah. All right. Number, it was a pretty good story. Yeah. Number uh, six. Aladdin. 8.5. Genesis version, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the only version that exists. Uh, the last boss ruined it. Jafar. Yeah, he's a fucking douche. Yeah. Now, I did not play the fixed version. I only played the original version. I should have played the fixed version to see if they actually fixed it. But, eh, it's the original. But, still holds up today. Amazing. Now, my next one would be Mutant Year Zero. Oh. Yeah, it's a tactical... Um, what the hell do they call those games? You know, like Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah. Uh, tactical RPG? Yeah. Something it's, else. I, I just, it, it's a great game as far as gameplay goes. It's got a pretty cool story. And it's like, and then the game's just over. I was so pissed when the game ended. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I mean, literally, it was, I don't know, five hours, six hours tops. I was so mad because I thought, okay, I'm about to unlock the other half of the game or something. And the re the credits rolled. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. It was like, just as soon as I started being able to tweak my character out, there's no more game. I was like, fuck this. That, that, that was very, very disappointing. It's almost like it was the first episode or maybe two episodes of like a five-episode series. It was a huge disappointment. But as far as the raw gameplay, man, it was fucking awesome. All the powers are cool. The fights were cool. I mean, it's they really had 
something cool to, to work with. It's based on, I don't know, I think like a role-playing game, like a like a outside, like, real-person interaction role-playing game. But, yeah, I'm just vaguely familiar with that side of it. But, I mean, it's a good game. But I'd say just because of how short it is, like 7.5 probably. Yeah, Knack doesn't suffer from that problem. You think the game's getting ready to end, and then it just hits you with, oh, no, 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 we're going to extend this game. Of course, that might just be because of the fact where I want to get the game beat as fast as possible instead of just sitting back yeah. and enjoying the game. Like today, when I sent you that yeah, text. Yeah, that comes on Yeah. I ended up not getting to bed till about I think 8 o'clock. Number 5. Marlo Briggs and the Curse of Death. I gave it an 8.5. Yeah, the story is stupid and the dialogue is cheesy, but gameplay is fun. I mean, the game is has God of War. That's all it is. It's God of War in modern times. That's fun. If you ever played a God of War, this is God of War on Xbox. Which is why I never What's it played it. Marlo Briggs and the Curse of Death. Marlo Briggs and the Curse of Death. Yeah. I look into that one. Yeah. Well, you should have it. If you... Do you get all of your um, games with gold games? Yeah. Okay, you have it. You would have got it last year sometimes. Yeah. Alright, my number five. Reason why I didn't never played it is because it came out after my Xbox three sixty died. And that's when I said, Screw you, I'm going straight to PlayStation three. And it's an Xbox three sixty exclusive. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's why Number five, Scott. Uh, Metro Exodus. Metro Exodus. You finished that? Yeah, I beat that uh, in August. Uh, I played maybe the first two, three hours, and I said, I'm out. I was on PC. RTX 2080, it was beautiful, but boring as crap. I was not impressed the first two or three hours I played it. I was like, wow, this is such a letdown after how good all the other ones were. Yeah. And then it was like, after that's like when it took off. Uh, I'm not re-downloading another 80-gig game. Yeah, I just, uh, well, we had a new baby and we were all crammed on the couch with a sleeping baby and a sleeping wife. <laughs> so... I was, and I watched Owen playing it, and he was he was ahead of me. And I was like, well, that looks pretty cool, you know, because I just was not in love at all with the first area. And uh, so I was like, well, I'll push through a little bit. And I I really, really enjoy the game. I thought it was pretty good. Of course, you know, I played it after some patches and some other things. I played it after it came out on Game Pass. What did you give this game? I would I would give it like an eight and a half. Just got a bad start. It's got a slow start. Mm. It's not like the Final Fantasy fifteen, fourteen. 
No, it was 13. Well, you gotta give it 10 hours to start. You're still in the tutorial stage. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is the environments really get changed up in the game versus some of the other ones. So just snow and sewer, now you get snow and sewer and desert and forest and... I made it to the stage where she... This might be a slice of water, but... You're out of the sewer and you're on the train. Yeah, and out of the, the sewer and the first area you get to at the train, didn't mm. like it. But once you get yeah. to the, sec the next area after that, that's when I really, I mean, I just thought, man, good, good. Because mm. first off, the post-apocalyptic design of those other stages was just awesome. Mm. So, But, yeah, good gameplay. I mean, yeah, it's still got its holes, but it's not last light, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Number four, Jackie Chan Action Kung Fu. This game came out in 1992 for Graphics 16 Unfortunately, it's not going to be on your TurboGrafx Mini since it's a licensed game. But um, 8.5, it's a side scroller beat em up and it is badass. Maybe if you are into the emulation scene, you can find it out there somewhere. Um, if you do some looking, you will know where to find it and what to do. Can't tell you, but. You'll know what to do. Duck, duck, go. Game's awesome. Okay, well, I'm actually down to just two games left because I'm trimming because of dates here. <laughs> Bad Scott. Five games? <laughs> Scott, you suck. I'm Bad. rolling through my list. I have to miss something. I had to have missed something. Oh, I did miss one. Okay. I missed one, so I got three left. Three left. Um, okay. So, yeah, I was off by one. Uh, Mario Brothers Lost Levels. Okay, so you got three left. So, uh, so that was my number four. So, I guess I got, what, three left after this? Okay, so my number three would be Uncharted Lost Legacy 8.5. That's my number three. So now you were on our three. Okay. So now you're number three, Lost Levels. Yes. All right. It's a great game. I mean, it really is. It's it's the it's the an excellent evolution of the first Mario. I mean, it is. It's got some a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool stage design. It's hard as shit. Some of those levels, if I had to play through it without the save states, I would have pulled my hair out. Some people would say this is the actual second Mario game. That's true. Yes. But I'll take Mario 1.5 or Mario 2.5. What are you going to call Mario 2? I mean, it's its own fun game. Well, the Scott and Paul show would say this is the actual Mario game. Mario 2. Yeah. Nintendo of America is wrong. I agree. Yeah. My Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doki Doki Panic is not a Mario game. Sorry. I like it though. Yeah. Um, number three for me is Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Is eight point five. Uh, it's more Uncharted. Uh, 
Yeah, my number two is the Lost Levels. That was a, I gave that an 8.6. What'd you give yours? Uh, fucking nine, bro. Nine? Yeah. It was a little hard. Yeah. It was a little, a little cheap. Nine. I would say if I played it without save states, I would drop it down a little bit. <clears throat> well, when it first came out, SNES for us, there's, I couldn't fucking play it, so there's... So I had to think back then. Yeah, back then, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's a solid nine. Mm. I like difficulty. That game is just, that's Nintendo hard. It's its the definition of Nintendo hard. Well, now the definition of Nintendo is it's shitty fucking game design. Why, why is there a waggle here? Why? Why are your controls so stupid? Number one. The Outer Worlds gave it an 8.7. Well, fuck, you number one? I thought you just... Shit. I'm confused. I got two left. Scott, you fucking suck. <laughs> Alright, anyways. My number two is Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Well, I might as well go ahead and fucking finish this. The Outer Worlds, number one. <laughs> 8.7. This is basically... Uh... Uh, oh shit, I forgot the name of the game. Uh, what the hell's the game I'm trying to think of, Scott? Help me out here. Uh, uh, I haven't played Outer Worlds yet. No, no, the game I'm trying to think of you compare it to. Let me look. Let me look. I got this. No, no, no. You know, the game that you bought that everybody hated. I told you not to. The one in West Virginia. Fallout. This is Fallout. Oh, Fallout this is Fallout six. in space. This is what this is. And it's awesome. No, my son wanted it. It's also on Game Pass, so there's no reason why Scott didn't download it and buy it. Oh, I remember seeing the trailer for this at the, um, what's that Game Award show when it first announced? And I wanted to play that one. E3. That's on Game Pass? It's on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I I haven't downloaded. I just haven't turned it on yet. I even have it installed. Yeah. Well, now you get all the updates. So it's good. And all you beat Yeah. Cool. Yeah. One of the ways I'm told that the best ways to play it is play it on idiot mode. So when you do your updates, it's like, well, you can do strength and you can do stamina. Don't update your intelligence and, and play through idiot mode all the way through. So apparently that's a good way to do it. Uh, your ship is basically the Normandy. So you go in there and you talk to all your people. So, I mean, it's Mass Effect and it's a little bit Fallout. So, it was a really fun game. And it's the perfect length. It's 20 hours, not 40 hours. So it's a really fun game. Uh, I did kind of use a trainer, so I don't know how great it really is because some of the issues people were having, I didn't have that issue. So, because I wasn't going to deal with bullshit. So, eh. uh, That's why I like PC. But, Outer Worlds, 8.7. Now, okay, now Scott says you can't fucking count. 
<laughs> your top two or three games? Bloodstained. <laughs> Ritual of the Night is my number two. And, uh, yeah, that I mean, first off, the game is gorgeous. The score is excellent. It's your, it's your standard Metroidvania. It's by Igarashi himself. Um, the every all the new enemy design and elements that it has in it are just top notch. The gameplay is is absolutely basically perfect, except for one thing: it's just not hard. So you mean all the portraits of the backers flying around? That's that's excellent game design and the cat of the backers. That's that's excellent game design. We fuck yeah, man. Yeah. yeah if I give you fucking money, you gonna put my fucking face in that game, son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, without the backers, the game doesn't exist, and they're not exactly pumping Castlevanias out right now. The, um, I mean, it's just, it's just a the castle. It's, it's just great. Everything about it's great except for the weak difficulty. The weak, the difficulty is extremely disappointing. I mean, there's a couple spots that get a little hairy, but I mean, it just seems like you only level up once or twice, and those spots are suddenly pretty easy. What about the slowdown? I don't recall much in the way of slowdown. What you play think on, it was Xbox late. or Switch? Xbox One. Okay, Switch is pretty bad. Yeah, I've heard that. There was a spot where I had a it. What it was one of the bosses where it just there was just a a, a, a moment of slowdown. But other than that, I mean, it's it, if it was just a little more difficult, I mean, it would be a lot better game. But I mean, I'm giving it an easy nine. Mm. And your number one, Symphony of the Night. Yep, Symphony of the Night. My my gamer cred for growing up in the '90s has always been run by the fact that I never beat Symphony of the Night. I had a friend that owned it, and I would get like two hours into the game, and then I wouldn't see him again for a few weeks. And somebody would always erase my freaking game files. So that's why I never beat it. I never had a PS One. Uh, I had a PS Two, but I never thought to buy Symphony of the Night for whatever reason. And I was like, it's last week. I was like, I beat Bloodstained. I'm like, I have to, I have to finish Ritual of the Night. It's ridiculous. I beat like five or six Metroidvanias from portable systems and Bloodstained. And I'm like, I've got, I've got to do it. So, yes, it's one of the best games I've ever freaking played. It lives up to the hype. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's good difficulty in it. It's the difficulty is just right. I mean, there's some times you're gonna feel pinned against the wall. And there's going to be some times you feel strong, and there's going to be times that it feels just right. But, you know, all the items are cool. All the monster designs are cool. The soundtrack's epic. Uh-huh. The story's good. The voice acting is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, wow. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's, there's a reason it's the classic that it is. It is the, it's definitely, to me, it's probably the best Castlevania game. It is, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. After three. No. The, the, uh, the first time we beat it the first time it was my game and we took it to a friend's house and we printed out the the guide 
at, I think is either the middle part or the Mason Library. It was like 20 pages of walkthrough. And we finally, yeah. uh, the first time we did it, we got the castle. Oh, we're so happy. Yay, upside down castle. We did it right. And then, oh, like maybe it was five years ago, six years ago, I decided to play it again. And I was like, I don't need to walk through. I think I know what I'm doing. Didn't get the castle. This road credits. I was like, ah, oh, shit. One time you beat a game and you're not happy. It's like, damn it. Of course, if it happened today, I just wouldn't care. It's like, well, you know what? I got like 7,000 other games. Literally, 7,000 games for ROMs. Plus, I got PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, Game Pass. Like, I don't care. I don't want to run through the castle again. Yeah. Um, the thing, the one thing that did kind of shock me was like, I knew I was getting close to the end. But when I actually realized I was just getting ready, I was fighting Dracula, I was like, wait a minute. It just it seemed kind of sudden. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, the exploration, even though you have to backtrack through a lot of territory, it just, it doesn't ever get stale. Uh, I could see why people would spend 99 hours playing it and looking for all the secrets and what is the... There's something that breaks the game almost, or some sort of item you have to get late. Chronograph or Christogram or Christogram, maybe? I think it's a Christogram. I don't know what the fuck it does. I need to look it up. I remember hearing about it. But yeah, definitely out of all the games that I'm familiar with that you talked about and all the games that I played last year, it's 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 the best. Man, it's the best game. We played the best game last year. And yeah. we'll do it. Hopefully next year Scott will play more than seven games. And he'll learn how to order games properly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Alright, that's it. Uh, not sure when we'll be back. But, that's it for now. That's it. Bye. <laughs>